0: Hello my lovelies and welcome to the first ever episode of Kurapa Moyo, where we imagine the healing, pleasure, and joy of African women. My name is Anne and I'll be ushering you on this journey. Um, I'm particularly excited about today's conversation because we will explore living life with intention. Um, and with me today is the Sun Kiss Beauty, <laughs> Mufu-geng, who, in her words, says she woke up on Saturday morning and decided, hey, <laughs> I'm done. I've had my last hangover and she's since spent um, her time living intentionally. And today we'll be looking at what that means to live a, so- a slow life and really smell the roses. So Rufi thank you so much for being here. Yes. <laughs> but before we get into it- um, Of like course, to- <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> to introduce yourself in the best way that captures who you're showing up as today.
1: I love that you that you phrased it like that like who am i showing up as today i've never had that question asked so i'm really going to take my time and think about it um but yes i i'm (laughs) and i've just been sober for i think that's like a little over a year now a little over a year and it's just been like the best time of my life so Today, I'm showing up sober. I'm showing up happily sober today. Um, I'm also showing up really energized for the week ahead, the next few months, and just growing deeper, deeper with myself, growing deeper in my sobriety, and seeing how I can contribute to the world as 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 in a way that's like as present as possible and as intentional as possible so I hope that sums up how I'm showing up today um yeah
0: that's exciting I mean I'm excited for like the next few months of your life <laughs> and I'm not living it but yes <laughs> so yes
1: um... big things
0: coming mm-hmm. no we'll be we'll be on the lookout. Um... <laughs> So I think I want to understand um was it really just waking up one day and deciding you know you were done with hangovers you'd had your last tipsy conversation um and went on your journey or was there like a lot of thinking behind it before you finally made that decision
1: Okay so I think it was like a 50/50 thing um before I went sober there was I think a good like 3 months before I went sober there was just this little voice at the back of my head that was just like should should I be drinking like is is this how I want to live my life is this healthy for me so i i always had this voice at the back of my mind and it just like continued to get louder the, the closer i got to the day that i gave up alcohol um so yes it wasn't as simple as like waking up one day and being like okay over it it had been on my mind for quite some time but the day that I decided to go sober like I hadn't planned for that day I hadn't like I hadn't like all read all the books in the world about sobriety I literally I remember I was like lying in bed I was hung over and I looked up at the ceiling and I was just like I cannot live another day of my life like this I cannot wake up like this again and So in that sense, I guess you could, I, I, I do tend to say that like I did wake up one day Mm -hmm. and decide to quit drinking, but that decision was like, started with me questioning alcohol for like a few months, questioning the relevance it had in my life, my relationship with it. And just seeing that, like, if I continue to drink, I really wouldn't live Mm in in the way that I wanted to, in the full, wholesome way that I wanted to live my life.
0: Um. And so now I can't imagine that that was just like an easy journey to get into. I mean, you've been sharing parts of it with us, um, but, you know, I would imagine that there's more to it than what we get to see um, on social media. So like, what were some of those challenges that you first faced along the way? And how did you uh, maneuver around them?
1: Well I think the most difficult thing um and this hit me on like my very first day of quitting alcohol like that day I decided I didn't want to drink anymore so I started like doing a whole bunch of research trying to understand my drinking and like one of the things that I I found really difficult to come to terms with was like am I an alcoholic you know Mm -hmm. because like in society like there is so much shame around being an alcoholic. You know, there's so much like unworthiness there. There's so much like a lack of care, a lack of understanding for alcohol use disorder. So I was walking into this um, new part of my life with all this shame already in my brain, with all of this like question, like, am I an alcoholic? Oh my goodness, what will people say? What is my family going to say? And all these things. So that was definitely like, the most mm-hmm. even up until now the most difficult thing that i've had to deal with but um as i like continue to grow in my sobriety journey i just found that like asking that question was not helpful like even to this day i do not define myself as an alcoholic because there is just so much shame associated with that word and also like alcohol misuse can exist in so many different ways like your life doesn't have to fall apart for you to like question the relationship that you have with alcohol, you know, like I was still functioning. I was still showing up at work. I was still showing up with my friendships, like on the outside, everything was totally okay. You know? Um, but I just felt like, I, I don't feel like my life has completely fallen apart, but I also don't feel like really good with my relationship with alcohol. Is there space for me? Like, is there a word for that? And I just felt like the word alcoholic didn't really, um, fit in didn't really suit me. Um so definitely yeah, battling with that term and I, how I really relate to it was the most difficult thing. Um and I'm at a point now where I've just developed a whole lot more understanding um, on what I label myself as and what my relationship with alcohol looks like. Um but something else that I also found really difficult in the beginning was having a sober community. Um because online, on the internet, there are so many resources. There are so many um, pages to follow. It's beautiful. Like, you can really find anything you want on the internet. But then in real life, like, my friends were still drinking. My family, it would still be, like, a common occurrence everywhere, you know, to just have a bottle of wine with your meal or something, a glass of wine with your meal. So definitely just um, trying to find sober community. Um as as i as i did this and that's also part of the reason why it's part of my podcast and what i'm trying to build now because i just recognize that there definitely is a need for an offline mm-hmm. silver community especially in in south africa um yeah
0: um yeah and i think just going back to what you said about like still being functional um and having um not and not having a healthy relationship with alcohol, I think that's something that um, a lot of us maybe struggle with when it comes to sobriety, because when someone speaks of sobriety, we immediately think, oh, you know, um, they had a very bad relationship with alcohol. But then we we never really like take a step back to think, that um, like, I'm still functioning, I'm still good on the outside, I can still you know show up to work and get everything done. Um, but is my relationship with alcohol a good one? So Hmm. I think that's something to think about. (laughs) Thank you for bringing that up. Um, And so now that you've shared that, I mean, I realize it sounds extremely like an intimate space because this is something that you're um, going through. And like, as you mentioned, online, you have like this community, but then um, offline, it wasn't like there wasn't much of it. So why did you feel the need to then, come back online and like share this journey um, with us and let us in.
1: Oh, I love this question. Um, I think I decided to like start sharing this because for the mere fact that I was going through this, like meant that there was someone else in the world who was going through the exact same thing. You know, there's someone else out there who was still showing up, who was still like, doing the most but then also like hung over every weekend you know I, I knew that i wasn't the only person so in showing up i just wanted to like show everyone that hey listen like this is something that happens you know alcohol alcohol misuse can exist in this specific way you know and i just hope that in sharing my perspective on things my story people would also see parts of themselves um parts of themselves in in my narrative and hopefully also start like working working um through their own relationship with alcohol um and also like at first when I started this like showing up online was a lot easier than showing up in person um so yes, that's why I decided to like start Sunkissed and Sober like online first, you know, with the podcast with Instagram, um, because it was a lot easier to build that community online. But since the very beginning, I have wanted this to be more of like an offline space, and now I'm I'm feeling really ready and stable in my own sobriety to make this more than just an online um, online thing and actually make it a more like offline communal space where we can like gather and talk about our sobriety no matter where we may be um just talk about the ways that we can just develop closer relationships with ourselves with the people around us and like with earth um in a way that is so intimate and just deeply deeply connected
0: yeah yeah um and I, I love how you speak about community <laughs> um and so I think that then brings me to like this next question I have for you because I mean I'm part of the sun sun-kissed and sober um community um but I really oh, like a lot to um like the slow living and you know the, the intentionality just behind how you live your life um, and just like taking up hobbies because I don't think we have hobbies anymore someone finds you knitting and they're like you can make jazzes why are you sitting on money and you're like I, yes. don't, know what do <laughs> I don't want to make money everything is monetized now so yes. what does like slow leaving look like for you and you know um yeah on a day-to-day basis how how do you just go about your day being intentional about how you leave?
1: Oh I think for me it's like being present is a really really big part of how I show up in the world how how I live my life and the only way that I can navigate this this existence with presence is if I am super slow and super intentional about it you know um and this started I first got into like slow living when like I moved to South Korea and I knew that like, if I'm moving to another country for some time, I have, I have a, a lot of time to explore this country. I don't have to like put everything in a week. I don't have to put everything in a weekend. I can like really take my time. So moving abroad and just getting into slow travel, that taught me a lot about, like I, I just figured like I can extend this to my whole life. I don't only have to be like a slow traveler. I can actually be a person who lives a really slow life. And sometimes I take this to be like, this means literally doing things with slowness. You know, like if I'm making a cup of tea in the morning, you know, I will like, we have a a whistling kettle. Um, and those take a really long time to boil, but I love it because it just forces me to slow down and it forces me to like, sit and stare at the kettle and just vibe out while the water boils so sometimes like slow living can be a genuinely like super slow thing but on the other hand it's also like an act of presence like as I'm there staring at this kettle I'm listening to sounds around me I'm listening to like the sound of the kettle and the water boiling I'm looking at the steam so it's also an act of just taking everything in around me and appreciating everything everything around me so that's what slow living has been and also i think that sobriety also plays a major role in in being present and in living slowly because what i found was when i was drinking i was always like anxious and i was always on the go you know and i never had the time or the space to like slow down settle into my body So now that I'm sober, I actually do have space to be like, okay, this is where I'm at. You know, this is what I'm doing. This is what's around me. I have the space to take everything in and actually live the slow life that I've always wanted to live.
0: Um, I mean, mean, that's beautiful. Um, And somebody might be listening and thinking, you know, I want that. But then there's just so much stuff to do. I mean, the reality for a lot of people is that they have work, some people have two to three jobs, and then they have to come home, their family to take care of, um, and all of that. So, do you think that's something that's um attainable and accessible to a lot of people? Or you'd have to be in a certain space in your life to um start considering even um exploring what slow living could mean for you.
1: I think um in a lot of ways, slow living does have. A lot of privilege attached to it you know like i have the privilege of working from home i have the privilege of working on my own schedule so i do have more space um to do things that i enjoy doing at my own time but i do believe that if we if we attach presence to slow living you know i i find these two things to be to be so linked, so intertwined, you know. To live slowly is to live with presence. Um, we can find ways to be present in our day-to-day lives. If we are commuting to and from work, you know, that is that is a little time in your day that you can spend doing a breathwork exercise. That is a little time in your day that you can spend not listening to anything, not listening to music, and just being by yourself. If you are um, going to bed at night like i know that a lot of the time like we get home from work and it's just like all we can do is like watch tv and then go to bed like that's all we have the space to do but if we like right before going to bed decide that we're going to do a body scan you know that is you being present with your body that is you checking in with yourself and that is that is slow living you know it's taking the time to be present So I do think that there are always times in, or we can make time in our day to live slowly, but it just takes intention on our part. It takes us saying that, okay, I'm going to spend the next five minutes doing something for myself, you know? And it sounds like it's just five minutes, you know, and it doesn't make a difference and it's whatever. But honestly, the days that I spend like, doing a body scan before bed and spending those few minutes with myself I sleep a whole lot better than when I just jump into bed and forget about everything so even if it's just taking five minutes for yourself you can create a little slowness and ease in your life um
0: yeah and so let's just say hopefully there's somebody listening and, you know, they're, they're inspired by your journey and they're thinking, I also want to go on this um sobriety journey. Um, what would you say is like the best place for them to start?
1: Start with your reason why. Like, don't, I think we we live like, in a time where we don't really trust ourselves and we look to other people um first before looking to ourselves when i started my journey like i was very quick to like grab all the resources to see what this person was saying about sobriety what that but i didn't like come inwards first and i think it makes a huge difference to understand your reasons why first before you take this on because your your reason for choosing to go sober is kind of what carries you through your sobriety you know if you don't have a reason for wanting to go sober it's going to be a very slippery road for you if someone offers you a drink because you don't have a reason you're going to be like yeah sure like i'll I'll have a mimosa with you but if you have a reason for why you're going sober and those reasons are like so solid in you so within you then it will be less of a slippery slope so my advice to someone who's considering going sober is definitely start with your reason why why do you want to do this what has alcohol taken away from you and what do you what do you believe sobriety will will give you um thank you so much for
0: sharing that with us <laughs> And yeah, and also just you know allowing us to get like a glimpse into <laughs> what your journey has been like um up until now. I've really had a great time like speaking to you and I know I'm going to go back and reflect on a lot that you said because you dropped a, a lot of gems. So oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll invite you to just share um anything else that you'd love to share with us before we end the conversation.
1: I think i just like to leave everyone with just by saying that, like, when we think of sobriety, it we think, oh my goodness, I'm gonna lose so many things. You know, I'm gonna lose my friends and I'm gonna lose like my confidence and all these things that make me me. But when you're sober, you have you you have this connection to yourself that you will that alcohol can never ever 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 give you when you're sober you have this connection to the world around you your senses that you cannot get from anything else and all of these things together create a life that is so abundant create it creates friendships that are so nourishing bonds that are so nourishing and it really helps to think of sobriety as as abundance and not as deprivation not as you depriving yourself of something but as you creating a very very full life for yourself so that's that's what i'd like to leave people with and of course if you do like need any help along the way if you if you need someone to be like that's not like that's normal, you know, it's normal to be going through these things in sobriety. Um I share like a lot of stuff on Sunkissed and Sober, be it the website, the podcast, or like the Instagram, like I'm always sh- sharing things about my own journey in hopes that like you can also learn something from that. So if you are considering sobriety, if there's that little voice inside of you um asking you to think about alcohol differently, I'd say listen 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 to that voice
0: thank you um yeah and thank you so much for just making time to have this conversation um i really yes a- <laughs> i had a great time.
1: i was so excited for this oh my goodness and i'm really happy that i got to be here with you and everyone and listening first
0: episode <laughs> oh my gosh first episode Woo! <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. As always, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and sign up for our monthly newsletter. And if you feel led to, support the work that we do by buying us some coffee. Have an amazing day and see you whenever you hear from us.